Hey, Medwensing. Hey, Peter Soon. You're uh, back from your podcast tour? I am. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one still to come, but you got the first one so far. I, I don't know how to think about this. Are you cheating on this podcast or are you promoting this podcast or how I, should I, I we, think about it? <laughs> I thought we had an open podcast. <laughs> Man, of course we do. <laughs> I actually thought about starting another podcast about WordPress what? development at one what? point. What? No. <laughs> do you want to be on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hinted at the vodcast uh, <laughs> last week, and now I'm just openly podcasting with others. So, <laughs> so. yeah, abusive, abusively. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well, though, man. Thanks for caring. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling about things? I don't, this is not a very feely, feely podcast, but I've heard other bootstrapper podcasts. There are more talking oh, about how they feel about things and stuff. I, so maybe we should try that. <laughs> okay, let me try. Um, I, I'm Matt and I'm feeling excited. <laughs> uh, okay. Was that a, a Benedict or a Brian? <laughs> it, was one of those. It, it was one of those it was one of those based on the accent i'm gonna go with brian <laughs> <laughs> so how are how are things yeah i am excited because um it, you know product development and customer development have been going super well now we did record the last episode only like what three days three ago? days ago yeah <laughs> so i'm not sure how much you want out of me um but it's been a good three days. Um, I I actually did some test-driven development of that feature that I talked about the last time where I can tell the simulator to make changes to the business over some time period. And I was just, like, I was having so much fun just writing the tests that I said, wow, <laughs> when this becomes an <laughs> interface, this is going to be really fun. Because um, you just got to, t- I mean, I'm literally testing my tests are basically questions that you know you want to know the answer to and then you get the results and you're like oh yeah that that makes sense um things like you know if i grow my lead volume starting three months from now and i grow by this much like i expect to be making more revenue and then i get the results back and it's like no actually you don't And i'm like why it's like oh because (laughs) because your sales cycles are so long that you know growing your lead volume now doesn't really move the needle for you in the short term you're like, oh yeah, that that makes sense. So if I'm if I'm trying to hit a 2020 revenue goal and I have really long sales cycles, like there's a point this summer where more leads isn't going to make a difference. Um, and it's just that's really funny, actually. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. If you're in an, if you're in an enterprise business, your revenue for the year is going to be pretty much determined by the summer. What uh, what testing library are you using? Um, I'm just using PyTest. Could you release like a PyTest package that people could use to test, to basically interface with Summit? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I'm, yes, actually, I could. Um, It's it's funny that you ask because I, I have been thinking more seriously about the how easy can I make it for people to test their assumptions yeah, and it, you know, easier is better. And yeah, I, I think this is going to be 
again, I got really excited writing tests, so I don't want to belabor it, but like, this is the kind of testing I was doing. And, um, you know, and obviously some of this stuff is like, I want to make sure I don't regress the code base once I release this feature. So like true unit testing, but some of it was just learning and having fun with it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to be almost done with the, I mean, I'm done with the kind of the core backend feasibility piece of that. Now it's like, what's a good V1 in terms of how many different things do I want them to be able to, you know, uh, control or manipulate. So, you know, it might start out with a small set, like you can increase your leads over a time frame. You can add, you know, funding over a time frame, and you can, you know, improve your retention over some time frame, And like that right there probably adds a ton of value to the tool. Um, and then eventually I'll add things like you can hire salespeople over some time span, et cetera, et cetera. Um, which is where it gets even more powerful. But yeah, I think I want to get a V1 out there. Um, uh, you have to hire a yeah. game developer at one point to turn Summit into a game. I mean, that's the path I'm going down, right? Is or like, you know, the Sims style. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so what's funny about this is in order to do this development, I had paused the game branch that I opened or created back in December to work on the turn-based version of of summit yeah and i i I went back to it you know i merged back in all the changes i had done since then and i started developing on it again because this is like the better it gets as a game the easier these kinds of features become that involve like time Um, yeah and that's what it's geared towards so this eventually does become that turn-based version where it's like i don't really know what i want to do yet but why don't i just step through the future one month at a time and tweak things as I go and see what happens, you know, and then kind of play again, like restart high score, (laughs) high score, new score, whatever, save. I mean, why not? Right. It's, uh, (laughs) I I don't know. I I think if you can make this stuff fun, you, you change people's consumption and I mean, learning through gaming is a perfectly valid way to learn, I think. Right. Yeah, what are those games that everyone plays on Facebook, like Farm, something? It's the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, SimCity is my favorite uh, yeah. analog for this because you know, kids kids and adults alike can learn a lot about urban planning and such things, at least at a crude basic level, by playing games. And uh, I mean, uh, my, my favorite example actually is like flight simulators. I mean, pilots genuinely yeah. learn how to fly planes using simulators, so... Um, why can't we learn how to run startups? <laughs> yeah, I like the idea. Yeah, and I have some practical adoption of it coming up right away as soon as I release the first version, which is the the great part about this. It's like super exciting thing that might only exist in the future plus immediate adoption. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a very happy place to be. So that, so that was cool. Um, and then I had two other things happen on the, um, let's go to the maker side, on the manager side, uh, I had two conversations, which are really great. Uh, one was an email exchange of a startup that I started working with a few weeks ago. And I haven't really talked about them much, but they are kind of, again, in that default to live stage, a few million dollars in revenue. And they had a team meeting on Friday where they really wanted my help doing some more rigorous um, you know, analysis of their existing forecast and help basically help verify 
it or not. And I did some pretty uh, exhaustive, like, I just say analysis again of their subscriptions and Stripe and some other things. And based on that, I was able to say, you know, their forecast was correct directionally. Like they were kind of in the middle of it, but I was able to give them a range, which is always a little bit better. Like you're predicting the middle, but here's the low and here's the high. And they liked it enough that they came back and said, you know, the next thing we'd like to do is add expenses to this and cash because we'd love to, you know, if it can obviously automate the forecasting piece, the next thing we want to think about is break even and runway. So that's really, that's really great validation for me. It's like, it was good enough that it can replace the manual version. And now it also makes them want to engage additionally with the tool. So it's really, are they a paying customer? Uh, no, but they were planning to be, yeah, I think their use case will require them to be, um, because it requires a three-year forecast uh, as opposed to just an 18-month uh, for other reasons. So it, it's going to require. I'm not sure. I might cut them a discount. I, I talked to them about um, or a coupon because I talked to them about a testimonial. Like if they hmm. in particular provided me with a very good testimonial, I would immediately be able to leverage that into additional sales. So yeah, I may provide a friendly nice. discount. Yeah, it, it would make a lot of sense for me to say, if I can use your logo and your name and your testimonial <laughs> um, and you can introduce me to the 25 other startups uh, that you know that are a lot like you, um, let's do it. You know, that'll, yeah. be worth, that'll be worth more than the subscription. But, um, but I'll get something in exchange for it if they, if they end up engaging, which is great. So the engagement's up on that. Um, and then That's I... Cool. Sp- yeah, so that was really... That puts some wind in my sails for sure. And I thought I was going to have to chase that one with an email. But then like his email arrived before I had to send an email (laughs) to say how to go, which was even more encouraging. Um, (laughs) And then the last one was a conversation yesterday. I spent an additional, basically the next hour of time with a startup I've been talking to for about five or six months. And they're at a really cool, uh, I want to say inflection point, but it's really just a, it's an evolutionary step from lower priced to higher price sales, more outbound lead generation, kind of a proper inside sales model. And they're doing well as a business. Like they're growing, their close rate is solid. um, And they're getting demos off of cold emails, which is like pretty good evidence of demand for what they're doing, that people bother replying to those. Um, But they're looking at it as, you know, what what would enable us to invest in, additional sales uh, horsepower in terms of lead gen and sales people, specifically lead gen uh, folks, SDRs, lead development reps, as well as maybe six months of engineering, like just dedicated contracted engineering time. And we're going to use Summit to fully model out their business and figure out like, yeah, that's a great point. Like if you could do those things, what would that do to your revenue? And assuming that makes your revenue go up um, and we can feel confident about that, like, what is the funding requirement that you actually have to support those activities? And, you know, if we can figure that out, you know, I would like to help them find that money. But even <laughs> if even if I can't, um, they end up with a really solid use of funds and blueprint that they can take to really anybody and or, or themselves and say, hey, we're going to figure out a way to bankroll this ourselves because we are comfortable with the risks we're taking based on the analysis that Summit's done for us. That's really cool. Yeah, that felt so great because like rolling up my sleeves and saying, 
I'll be the power user. Like I have this incredible weapon that can figure this stuff out really well, you know, but, and they were familiar with the tool like they've used it before, but being able to just skip a bunch of, you know, UI UX, like friction stuff and just say like, the goal of this exercise is not for you to self-serve this answer. The goal is to say, can I do, can I do this? Can I help a startup like you in the stage you're at in a way that doesn't scale initially? And then I'll build the productization and the additional efficiencies to do this cheaper, faster, better on my side in the future. But like, if we can produce this analysis using the tool today, like if I can, yeah, then then it stands to reason that doing this for another hundred startups like you <laughs> will be a very valuable thing, like as a business. Um, and I think startups will line up more likely to line up if I can do that um, than than not. So, um, yeah, I, I'm. That feels it's this. It just feels really good. And I've got a, two others that I'm talking to to do a similar exercise right now. Uh, but this one's the farthest along. So it was just really encouraging. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting to see where you're going to take that and what the, what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I'm kind of lazy loading, if you will, the, the answer in terms of the financing. And I'm just starting with, you know, because I think actually I thought of this quote, like Jason Cohen has this great line about fundraising which is raise more money than you think you need because you're either going to want the money because you something's working and you wish you could invest additionally or you're going to need the money because things aren't going as well as you planned right and and so therefore you need the money so the amount of money you think you need is always wrong you just don't know which direction so you (laughs) might as well you might as well take more money right or you don't know what for what reason so you might as well take more money like i think that's a that's a that's the right heuristic given the environment that we're in where you have to make one big decision up front like if you're gonna make one big decision like take more money is the safer thing to do for those reasons Mm. but but you can hear the waste in that right which is you're basically admitting it's the wrong number and you're admitting that you wish you could get the right number and that you wish you could figure it out later for, for for all but but for reasons outside of our control that waste exists. So let's just accept it and take the big amount of money. Right. What I think I'm trying to do with some, it is say like, could we actually reduce some of that waste and that will cost the entrepreneur less and potentially even improve the investors returns because they're not putting more money to work than is needed. <laughs> um, yeah. It's more efficient. Yeah. Sounds like it's more efficient. Right. And, and in a more efficient situation, it's, it's going to be better. Right. Like even if that efficiency just got passed along to the entrepreneur it means that you'll probably get more deal flow right because you're not creating waste for the entrepreneur so that's that's something else that came to me this week is you know can i reduce the waste in this problem interesting yeah yeah so that was my week my my three (laughs) days my three days yeah (laughs) awesome i'll uh see if i got something yeah, how are you? I uh, I've really been feeling a lot of momentum this this week and last week, um, and I think it's mainly just because we're two people now. So I've been working less in the code. Almost, well, I have almost haven't touched the code, um, and instead I've just kind of like kept the hype machine going and been publishing 
guides on our website and tweeting and announcing all the things um, that we've been building. So it's just, it's felt like there was a lot of momentum. Um, there's been more, just more engagement with the tool um, and just see like, it's the numbers are still very low, but you can just you can just see that there's just more activity and slightly more usage than the week before or the month before. Um, so that's just something that's really exciting, and it's obviously something you just want to like see if you can keep going for as long as possible. Yeah, I remember uh, at one point uh, Jordan from our sister podcast he he sent me a message and he was like, "It's obvious that you have momentum right now." do everything you can to keep that momentum because it's really hard to get back if you lose it. <laughs> Absolutely. It just kind of like stuck in my mind since then. Yeah. Uh, those 1% improvements compounding are, are huge. So that's great. Yeah. So we released the, the first version of the new build steps and build recipe feed recipes feature that I've been talking about. And it's so exciting. Obviously like the whole it feels like a whole new product and I know I talked about this three days ago, but it's still exciting. So I'm just going to talk about it again. Um, yeah, you, we, the numbers are still, we're still waiting for the numbers, <laughs> but it's, it's clear already. I think that the people signing up now, they know how to add build steps. It's easier for them to add build steps. And I think we have unstucked, more people (laughs) so and that was the whole point of it right yeah um so i'm still we're still waiting to see more usage because we released it yesterday um but so far so good and nothing has been broken or anything like that so we feel really comfortable and we feel like that was like a major major update and the rest of this shape up cycle is going to be spent on like improving that and like smaller things, but like the big overall thing is out and it's just like a big, you know, quarterly goal that I can, you know, add a nice big check mark next to. Um, Fantastic. And it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, related to that and like related to trying to keep momentum, like this week we've worked a lot and we've been exhausting ourselves a little bit i think because we've been working really hard uh, because we wanted to get this thing out um which feels really good but at the same time it's you can just tell that you need like that's why they have the cool down weeks as well i think and shake shape up um so it's obvious that you also need you know some cool down time like you can't just like be hyping on twitter 24 7 and like writing blog posts and releasing gifts and stuff like that yeah what, what's um, the what's the definition or how do they describe a cool cool down time like what did the you cool down away? week is like you know to catch your breath and like you know fix some things that you maybe didn't have time to fix during the the actual cycle and like pre- get ready for the next one so it's i think of it kind of like as buffer time mm-hmm. and it's um, followed by like ease in time too, right? Like the ne- the week after that is not start building nah, crazy. Well, on right? in the in the actual shape up definition, they go six six weeks and two weeks cooldown, but we do okay. three weeks and one week cooldown. Okay, um, and then so what, we do what, shorter cycles. And then the week after that, you'll f- be planning basically. So we do one month. You know, we do three weeks of working on a big thing, and then a week cooldown, and then we, you know 
the next week is like a new shape up cycle. Okay. Okay. That's our plan at least. Cool. Um, so part of the cooldown week is going to be planning the next cycle as well. I see. I see. Um, yeah, but kind of related to that, it's like you feel like I'm, I'm worried that it's going to feel like we're losing momentum a little bit because, um, you know, we've been really productive this week. And then like now a lot of the work right now is like improving things, um, improving the features we released and make sure that they are exactly what we wanted them to be. Um, but that's not like the release yesterday felt like, as I said last time, like 30 to 50%, you know, um, the product is like 50% better than it was before. But like right. those small tweaks, it's like that's closer to the 1% that you mentioned. Um, so it's easy to feel like you're losing momentum. But I think kind of like what I try to keep in mind is that we have a big plan for the quarter. And with these one month shape up cycles, we kind of have those three big bets every month. And like, you kind of just need to make peace with that. Like you're not going to have four bets. Like you're not going to squeeze in an extra one. Like you have those three bets (laughs) and that's good enough. Like, because you decided when you started the quarter that if you do this, that's actually really good. Yeah. Um, So if you actually do it, and even if it feels like you did it before time, like it's, it's still good enough. Like it, it, it's almost like it makes it wor- it makes it worse that you feel like you you hit the goal before time. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but that doesn't. But that's independent of the fact that it was the right thing to do, and you, you planned it this way, right? Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to stick to the plan. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm trying really hard. Like I'm trying not to like, you know stress myself out and work really long days just because I feel like I have momentum when actually I'm hitting, like I'm hitting the targets, you know, <laughs> and we're releasing the stuff that we wanted to release. And it's even better that we hoped, you know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a challenge, but I think, yeah, I'm trying to be mindful about it. I think I can tell that it's something I need to pay attention to at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's always lag between obviously delivering and adoption too. So yeah, that's the other thing. Like we know. can we can control when we get the features out, but we can't really control when people start to use it. Um, yeah. And some weeks a lot of people sign up, and some weeks not a lot of people sign up. So mm-hmm. it's it's hard to yeah. You can't really you know that's something I told Bjorn is you know this is a huge improvement of the product, but that doesn't mean that you know. 10 people are going to sign up tomorrow and just rave about it. Like, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. don't know when that's going to happen. Right. And that could happen during a quote unquote cool down week or a week where you feel like you should be doing more. And suddenly yeah. you're getting this payoff that's not directly related to your yeah. current input. Right. And that's the thing about the OKR is like you say, like, this is our objective. And like, what's our best, basically, what's our best bet on things we can do? to achieve that but you don't know for sure that you know building a feature will 5x your activation but it's like the best idea you had for that Mm -hmm. um so like that's the part you can control right did you release that feature um but actually hitting the number is you know it depends on how right you were (laughs) 
kind of. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So, but I still, I think it helps me to basically quarterly worry about the overall big plan and then monthly, like worrying about like implementing that plan. And then on the week to week, kind of like stay focused and not stress too much about like the overall big goals. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just not helpful in a day to day setting. I think. No, not when you're executing as well. Cause it's just going to kill your motivation. <laughs> yeah. So, so you think people are, well, you know, you've seen some evidence of folks activating more. Very little. Um, okay. But it's, we've made but it. You feel, yeah. Yeah. You do feel like it's a lot more solved than it was. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so reminds me what's next then? You know that you mean the next shape up cycle or yeah can you can you provide well we still have we still have a week left in this one um so there's still things we wanna like there's still things in like the overall you know pitch for this cycle that okay. we still wanna build got it um in the ne- the next one is most likely going to be about testing, but actually. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I did this week was I worked through the obviously awesome book and framework uh, with the positioning and testing was something that didn't come up at all in the research I did and the work I did. So actually one of the things I had on my to-do list uh, yesterday was to kind of like rethink kind of the long-term plan in relation to the new positioning. Mm. Just, because, you know, obviously that's going to affect the feature roadmap as well if you kind of change how you think about what product you're building. Um, so I'm actually not sure testing is going to be the next one because I'm actually not sure if if that's the right thing for the the audience that we're going after. But then at the same time, there are some things around testing that we have been testing testing ourselves um that i am really excited about so it's either going to be testing or it's going to be something completely different okay um that's something i think we'll start to talk about next week and then we'll settle on something during the cool down week cool yeah yeah you're 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 uh you're really flying from a maker standpoint <laughs> it's, it's great like, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. really we're also like trying to share everything right on twitter and on the blog and the change log and I think you're doing a good job of getting it out there um, for sure. I mean, I, and that's not just cause I'm close to you, but like it's, it's demonstrable, it's progress and other people are noticing in the community from what yeah. I can tell. Yeah. So, it's cool. So the, the other thing I've been working on was getting out guides for the different hosting companies. My got my goal for February was to get five guides out um, and I've got four out so far. So mm-hmm. basically um, I've worked with a writer to, make the f- the first guide um which was like a 2000 plus word article about one of the hosting companies and then we kind of like it's it's very structured it's based on a general template for a hosting company guide so some of the sections are only touching the branch ui so we per- like on purpose we make sure that those screenshots can be used in all the different guides even though it's different hosting companies um, and most of the text can be reused as well. So just based on that one guide, I managed to get four guides out in total, um, 
which is really nice. Um, and I've been sharing them with like contacts at the hosting companies and pushing them. Some of them I've pushed on Twitter and that that's like a big thing I want to do this quarter is test a lot of hosting companies and kind of like see how, how much they help me spread the word. Um, and I already like a few of them have been tweeting out about the guides, which is obviously a great sign. Yeah. Um, even someone yesterday tried to find a guide for a hosting company we didn't have just by like replacing the URL part with the hosting name to <laughs> so like the company good. he uses. <laughs> yeah, that is that is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we should probably <laughs> do that one next. <laughs> we, we've all done that with stuff we really, really want. It's like, yeah. where where would it be? You know, it must be here. I just, I mean, there's demand for you right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I've been making these really pretty gifts as well where like show like the new build recipes for the different hosting companies and sent them to the hosting companies and I think like mm. some of this stuff is like intentionally it's also a really good promotion for the hosting company so like why wouldn't you share it on Twitter like it has your logo on it it's like shows that your platform works with like a new cool tool like why wouldn't you share that it's um, it's it's irresistible yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one metric that's up this month is website traffic. Um, oh, yeah, we had, I think the last 30 days, we had three times the page views. We had the like the 30 days before that, which was also Christmas, I guess. Well, sort of. Um, but yeah, it's definitely up. So something is working there. It's great. Uh, yeah, and that's one of the quarterly goals as well. So it's something yeah. I'm paying attention to. Very nice. Yeah, and then a nice thing happened this week where um, the agency model really worked because someone who, um, so there's an agency, an an agency has a paid branch plan that they'd be using with a client, and now like basically they're done running this project for the client. So typically they'll just you know hand over the 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 project to the client so they can maintain it themselves and maybe keep working on it. Um, but it's, it's pretty normal that an agency kind of like you start a project with a client and then kind of like hand it over at one point. So some of the hosting companies, they have these features built in where you can basically hand over billing and like hand over an account to mm. a customer after you're kind of done with it. Okay. Um, but this was the first time it kind of happened for me with branch that someone was like, came in through an agency and now like they have their own paid branch account because they signed up for their own paid account um, today, which was really exciting. And that, that um, was completely self-serve, right? Yeah. I mean, well, you know, they've been, they've been onboarded by the, the agency and actually in getting their own branch account, the guy from the agency did a screen screen share with them, helping them set it up on branch. But then, yeah, when they ran out of the free bills again on their own plan, they upgraded to paid. So you're saying you were able to outsource the most expensive part of acquiring a customer? <laughs> but this is something we talked about a long time ago. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, I know. It's hopefully, great. Hopefully yeah. one day it's like hosting companies bring in yeah. agencies. Agencies Gosh. bring in new customers every month. And then hopefully like, but this is like the first little sign that that could potentially work. Um, so that made me excited. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's amazing how it goes faster than we think it will sometimes. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, 
you're 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 clearly on to something and people people adopting it and that i mean that i'm sure that gives you a lot of confidence is i guess what i'm trying to say it does like the numbers are still so low so like you know i know everyone who's using the tool because it's not a lot of people and like the mrr is like laughable it's like so low (laughs) um but I just, I know that we're doing the right thing. Right. And I don't believe that there's a world where like, you know, a handful of people or like two handfuls of people, you know, use a tool and pay for it and are excited about it and use it every day. And that's it. Right, right. The behaviors you're seeing (laughs) from the people that are doing those things, I mean, there's no reason many other people shouldn't be doing those same things. Yeah. And I think... I think a lot of it seemed like a lot of people were excited on Twitter about you know, the new build recipes we pushed out, and you know I I, I kind of combed through the likes to see who liked it, and mm-hmm. some important people liked it too. And I think my job right now is just to make sure that everyone remembers that branch is there and it's something they could use. Um, and then slowly, like when people start up new projects, like more and more people remember that there's this new thing that they could try. And then yeah. hopefully it's easy enough for them to start adopting it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am pretty confident, but it's also very early. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. it's just, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm seeing some good signs. It is going much lower than I thought. I thought I would be a different place now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, I thought I would get like I thought I would get to a different place with a lot, like a much shittier product than I have right now. Mm. So like the fact that I like, you know, half a year ago thought that I could, you know, have a profitable business just with that product. And now I have like, I feel like I have a 10 X <laughs> product now. <laughs> yeah. Um, makes me more confident. Um, beautiful. Yeah. And uh, my last safe note has been signed. So, officially <laughs> i uh i should be done with Yay. fundraising for now <laughs> congratulations got a yes. bit of extra runway which is really nice yeah because apparently it takes some time to figure this thing out so yeah more time for word to spread more time for things to start turning up words um yeah that's great man congrats yep. I, I actually i need to send out my docs for signing today the first wave that's exciting yeah yep we said yeah. uh, last week that we were going to talk about our new mastermind, but I actually don't have time. So maybe we'll have to keep the suspense. Okay. All right. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Awesome, man. Cool. Take care and then enjoy your weekend. You too, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.